You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. I've got good news. It's R A D S A. Just the good stuff, baby. Back to basics, though. No guests. What do we even? Thank God. What do we do here? No guests. I don't no even gimmicks. remember. Yeah. Although I no gotta geckos. say, I do like how Radish, um, with with the pivotal change that was made um, prior to joining Indiesaurus, how uh, Radish is now just kind of like we're flushing the format. You know, we'll we'll come back to it from time yeah. to time, but we're trying new stuff. Yeah, we're we're really embracing it, the cursed podcast. We gotta keep it lively we've given ourselves. Yeah, it's the uh, we're throwing spaghetti at a wall. But not really, because that would imply we're Italian, and we hate those. <laughs> <laughs> I never got the the throwing spaghetti at a wall. I mean, I get it. It's like if it sticks, then it's like, ooh, it's good to eat. Uh, but <laughs> I don't. Why waste the spaghetti? You can tell. Well, it's you, one noodle. Well, you, it's you, one you, noodle. You the whole pot. Yeah. yeah. Are you going but... after? Have you ever had a clean Tyler, plate Tyler's after spaghetti? Tyler's picking up the entire pot of spaghetti and throwing it at the wall and being like, oh, that one was good. I gotta, I guess well, I gotta remake I it. Mean, I mean, I make all my spaghetti on my countertop anyways, so it's not that big of a deal. You guys have seen that video, right? The the lady who make, who pours the spaghetti oh, yeah. sauce directly onto her counter. Oh, It's gotta be a fetish thing, right? Yeah, 100%, that's 100%. the... Yeah. Going through TikTok this week, I think everyone's... The nacho one, too, which was equally disturbing. Yeah. I hate these stupid craft TikToks because (laughs) they look like a joke, but I don't know if, like, the person is, like, genuinely trying to, like, game the algorithm because there's always someone doing some stupid shit. Right now, it's putting your white clothes in a Tupperware container with a smoke bomb. (laughs) I've seen that one a lot. Where someone like puts a white pair of sneakers in like a Tupperware with like a green smoke bomb and then pulls it out and it's like, oh, it's green now. Like, y- yeah, that makes sense. But then like the person filming, it's always like, and then what do you do? Oh, interesting. Oh, very cool. And I'm like, what? They're how, do you, how are you this, this surprised? <laughs> I, ah, I hate it so much. If you're making these videos, die. No, I'm that, but, like, stop. Hey. TikTok is pivotal. I mean, we've learned this past week that TikTok was responsible for Earth Earthbound's fame. So, <laughs> what would we be without without TikTok? Although, okay, so so for people listening at home who who haven't seen this tweet, there was this guy who I guess responded to some famous streamer, uh, basically saying that uh, I guess Pollyanna's song or something became popular on TikTok. And he was saying that, oh, that got like 5 million views on YouTube before Sony came in and took the whole soundtrack down. Um, and... It's the uh, it's the Sanctuary song. It's a... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so he basically said that TikTok was responsible for, for Earthbound's fame. And it wasn't as popular before TikTok. Which, at first, I was like, what? But then I realized... If you go on TikTok and like look at like the most famous like the or one of the most popular videos at the time and then go to the comment section, there's like millions of comments and like each comment will have like 
800 comments under it. It's like nothing I've ever seen. Like Twitter doesn't even get that kind of engagement. It's nuts. Yeah, Bella Porch is doing numbers. <laughs> <laughs> do you just came out with her first music her? video directed by a, a friend of ours, Andrew Donahoe? You did a great oh, job with the show. Friend yeah, yeah. Build a bitch music video. It is super fun. Are incredible. Not because they're good, because it's the least amount of effort anyone could put into a video. Uh, they are Nikki Blonsky making cameos in the dark level. <laughs> And they're all recorded in, like, a room that has no furniture but three Naruto rugs. That's the only <laughs> thing in the room. What is this house that has a white, white wooden room with three Naruto rugs and then, like, a girl doing minimum effort TikToks getting 11 million views? <laughs> what did I, where did I go wrong in life? Why couldn't I be doing that? If he, had a, if he had a Naruto room, <laughs> you could. You just, Wait, are you, gotta you saying get, that I can make it? You get that, yeah. that facial that you know just matches the... your eyes and that kind of thing, yeah. And you just kind of like, move, move your face and you just kind of work on your cross eyes. You're great, man. One of my eyes already doesn't anyway. look in the same direction as the other eye, so I think I'm going in the right direction. Well, you can't tell because you can't see in the right direction. Ah! Uh, all right. <laughs> I didn't like that self-depreciation there. Uh, let's that hop was into... The, uh, that was the podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's hop into what, what we're actually doing today. Um, hello, everybody. This is, what, 158 of Radish. 157. No, I thought Sean Dring was 157. Mal was 156. I, I think Sean Dring got a number. Yeah, oh, Sean Dring's yeah. on his own. Okay. Sorry, everyone. For those keeping count at home, we're on episode 157. Um, For everyone on the, the wiki fan, what's the, the fanpedia? I forgot the name of the website. Wiki feed. For everyone on wiki feed uh, who's keeping track of our episodes, this is one. That's where they keep track of our episodes. Wiki feed. That's where they Absolutely. keep track of our episodes. Um,. As I mentioned earlier, this is kind of a back to basics episode. We were doing some crazy shit. Now we're uh, we're gonna go back to just three of us doing, uh, uh, you know, what we do best. Uh, we're gonna crazy talk about shit. brood <laughs> crazy shit. Uh, we're gonna talk about brood X. Uh, we've got uh, a few really fantastic movies that we're talking about, as well as uh, the the tall vampire lady game. Which I'm very excited about. And then we're wrapping this up with the Radish Hall of Fame. Uh, we're inducting someone new into the Radish Hall of Fame. If you look at the title of this episode, you know that it's the Noid. Um, <laughs> surprised that I'm not, you know, there's another uh, uh, fast food mascot that uh, probably should have joined sooner. But uh, there's a reason why we're, we're, we're inducting the Noid this week. Uh, it's it's going to be a fun time. Uh, like I said, I'm Tyler uh, and I like to party. I'm Will, and I like to party. Hey! Uh, this is uh, uh, Paper Machon Dream Balloon. Nope, Butter Sean <laughs> 3000. Now what is, oh, or, I guess we're in um, June now. What's June? We're, no, I mean, we're, we're, we're not quite in June. Um, okay. But Butterfly 3000 comes out in two weeks. And that is going to be King Gizzard's 18th album. Wow. Psyched for it. Congrats, congrats Butterfly to Butterfly 3000 
I can fly twice as high. <laughs> <laughs> Butterfly in the sky. All right, let's hop into uh, uh, the news story this week. Uh, I am going to tweet out a video, that video of Shaq DJing with our good news. <laughs> Please do. Please do. That's great. Uh, shout out, yeah, Gary. Love you. Um, so love Bruce, Shaq. Uh, yeah, love Shaq. Shout out Shaq, friend of the show. Um, Shaq also, fun fact, does all the music for Radish. So love you, Shaq. Um, <laughs> so Shaq's actual Bruce. name is Gary. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um. So brood X, right? We've got these cicadas, billions uh, and billions of cicadas. They're starting to come out of the ground as we're recording uh, on five twenty. Uh, they're expected throughout the week to come out in the billions. If you live in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Michigan, Illinois, Georgia, Virginia, West Virginia, New York, Indiana, Ohio, Maryland, North Carolina, Delaware, Kentucky, Tennessee, or Washington D.C., y'all about to be fucked. These things are crawling out of the ground, and uh, the swarm is said to reach up to 100 decibels. So it's pretty much the kind of you know swarm that, that is predicted in the Bible for the end of time. <laughs> I'm just excited because, as far as I understand, uh, that just means Georgia's going to sound like Neon Genesis Evangelion uh, mm-hmm. during the quiet part. So I'm all for it. Cicadas come out every year, though. Like the, the they come out. This brood X comes out every seventeen years. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the thing. Is like there is the cicadas come out every year, but they're on a seventeen year delay. Like the sun's late. Now it's like you know <laughs> an, an hour or whatever. Uh, so this 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 cog on the cycle is way bigger. Just always because it's a bigger. It was boom the first time. And then a lot of eggs were laid, and then 17 years later, those hatched, and then it's, yeah. But I was at Boy Scout camp when this happened last time. I guess that was 2004. Damn. I was in the mountains, and, like, it wasn't that big of a, like, there were a lot of bugs, I guess, but, like. These things are honking bugs, though. I mean, they're they not are, gonna hurt they're you. They're big. They don't bite. They're just, like, they're just, like, big grasshoppers, basically. Yeah, but grasshoppers are also nasty. More like, well, yeah. I just I don't like bugs. Wired keeps posting articles about how to eat them, and I, <laughs> yeah. I'm not on board with this. Like, because like said, you're supposed to take off the wings, and you're not supposed to eat the pregnant mothers. And to which I say, I'm not going to do an ultrasound on every cicada I get <laughs> to find out if it's with child. I'm just not going to eat a cicada. Yeah. <laughs> They're slimy yet satisfying. Um, oh, oh man! If the Lion King bugs came out of the ground, I would eat those. Those look good. Yeah, they did. Channel, just channel the uh, channel the the Lion King bugs. They kind of look like it. They're goofy looking, and the article says that they act goofy. Like they don't know what's going on. If you go stand under a tree that has hundreds in there, they're just gonna fall on you and just like tumble around for a bit. Um, yeah, they're, but they're the Mr. Magoo of of bugs. <laughs> Yeah, well, did y'all see the uh, the? Hang on a second. There's a fungus uh, that is infecting the cicadas. This is this is not. Did you see this? Oh yeah, it's oh. making their butts fall off. Yeah, it is making their genitals fall off. 
<laughs> while, while also giving them insane sexual stamina. <laughs> That's right. What the? What? There's a amphetamine <laughs> produced by a fungus that is causing cicadas. Which maybe this maybe this is how Brood X goes away because the whole thing is that Brood X is like the big one. Uh-huh. But like, if all their genitals fall off, maybe Brood. Maybe this is the last Brood X thanks to you know th- this fungus. Wow, thanks to Mother Nature. That means in 17 years we're going to get brood millennials. They're coming for the avocado toast. Hide in your homes. They can never (laughs) afford them. (laughs) I I welcome the cicadas. The cicadas coming out every 17 years is the only constant I have in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember them coming out the last time. How old was I? Middle school. You were were probably 15. (laughs) No. Just nope. four. <laughs> Are you 13? I was getting there. 12, 13, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't too far off. Yeah. <laughs> well, good luck, East Coast. I'm happy that I live in Arizona where there's the only bugs are scorpions. I'd rather, much rather deal with scorpions than cicadas. Oh, I wouldn't. Scorpions. Those are those are awful. They're just creepy, uh, man. I'd, I'd rather have sub zeros. <laughs> Come here. I'd rather have rats with two T's. Uh. <laughs> round and round. <laughs> All right, uh, let's. Uh, <laughs> let's go that the, one's uh, for Colby. <laughs> for our one <laughs> hyper specific uh, Colby reference there. Um, let's hop into show and tells. We got some big things to cover this week. Oh yeah. I just think they're neat. Sure do. Who wants to start us off this week? I will. Let's go, Sean. No, you, Sean. Uh, this is uh, a show and tell I should have talked about much sooner after watching it, but I totally forgot that I did. We've been doing some random stuff lately. I, I totally get it. My my, move, my show and tell is kind of old, too. Um, But I finally got to watching uh, Christopher Nolan's newest movie, Tenet, which came out last year he, here and there. Um, but it, it is finally on HBO Max. And I am happy to report it is the coolest fucking movie I have seen in so long. Oh, my God. (laughs) It is just the coolest concept, just the most fun execution of that concept without, like, really making you question the nitty-gritty details of it. Uh, Which I guess is, you could say, for a lot of Christopher Nolan movies. Um, But, boy, this one, just, like, where, you know, Interstellar and Inception just kind of, like, really pack a emotional punch tenet pretty much just puts that off on the side and is like no you just want to watch guys being dudes going forwards and backwards here you go and there <laughs> are like some of the coolest the, some of nolan's best set pieces to date this is just like his like you know just prime action movie they they crash an airplane there's uh i won't spoil too much more but there's a effect later in the movie with a building concerning an abandoned building that is absolutely mind-bending and for the movie having all of these like incredible effects all like this is i remember reading that 
of all of Nolan's movies, this movie has fewer visual effects than any of them. So, like, mm. when you're watching this movie, you can... Like digital pretty... ones or... Exactly. Okay. Like, digital effects. Uh, like, a lot of this is, like, practical, and it's just incredibly well done. Amazing cast. John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, Kenneth Branagh, uh, Elizabeth Debicki, um, Aaron Taylor. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aaron Taylor's in... Yeah, Elizabeth Debicki is the one token woman. Uh, she's great. <laughs> she's a lot of fun. Um, but... Tall. Just the mechanics of it, like, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but basically it has to deal with time travel in a very immediate sense, and it just basically follows John David Washington's character, who's just called the protagonist, um, as he navigates this, like, underground espionage weapons trade world with these available technologies and the way that you learn about them and get used to them through the movie and just watch them as they explore these mechanics is just fascinating. There's not a dull moment in the movie. At one point, uh, John David Washington, his, the protagonist just bursts into a kitchen trying to like get these guys attention. And he goes, I ordered my hot sauce an hour ago. And (laughs) (laughs) a completely ad libbed line it's just, it's so much fun. It's so cool. It's fantastic. I cannot recommend it enough. I'm sorry, Chris. I didn't watch it on IMAX. I didn't watch it in the theaters. I watched it at home. But I'm so glad I did. And I will do so many more times. I I remember texting Peyton. Like, she was at work. I had a day off. I said, is it okay if I watch this without you? She didn't answer, so I went ahead. And then about 40 <laughs> minutes into the movie, I said, I don't care if you want to watch this tonight. I will absolutely watch it again. Like, that, it is just such such a fun movie um and i urge you all to watch it it's on hbo max like i said it is just a time and a half uh didn't have me crying you know like inception the dark knight rises uh i don't remember hundreds of other films interstellar no i'm I'm keeping mostly (laughs) specific to i'm keeping specific to christopher (laughs) nolan Uh, i think dunkirk did fern gully um hustlers was like i said i'm keeping specific (laughs) to christopher nolan (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which I have cried during more of his movies than any. The arrival oh, of a train. It's. it's... <laughs> <laughs> he cried in terror. Uh, yeah, great movie. Please watch it. Super fun. Can't I, uh, stress it enough. I second it, of course. Fantastic film. Um, but I will say, just a note. I watched this, I'll say, late night style. It's a it's a movie it's a movie you gotta watch you gotta pay attention if you miss if you miss pivotal elements or just don't understand the pivotal element and don't try to understand it you'll be even more confused later in the film um, so you have to have a PhD to watch it is what I'm saying it is just absolutely spectacular it's great it's great this sounds like the things I like about Christopher Nolan and not the things I dislike because I think yeah. Christopher Nolan here's the thing. He was a dick I, about this movie. is is a big kicker. But I don't I don't understand that because I think Christopher Nolan's strengths are just like the practical effects and the big cool action set pieces. I don't think there's any Christopher Nolan movie where I'm like, oh, a thinking man's film. Like I think, <laughs> like I I firmly believe Inception's like probably his best movie because like the plot of Inception is oh they go into dreams and yeah. it's like there's 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 motivation sure but like it's. Mostly an excuse to get 
Joseph uh, Gordon Levitt to run on the walls, which is awesome, and I love that, and the falling car and stuff like that, and like, I want I want more of that, and I want less of love as a tangible force that Matthew McConaughey <laughs> has to go into the the secret space book shelf. Yeah, I get that. So, I get that. Yeah, and, and this and is I, that. I'm I mean, looking forward to this. Like like Sean said, it's you know it's a movie about going forward and backward. But if you yeah. don't if you don't pay attention, you'll don't understand how the hell they're going forward and backward. I, it's, I, 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 yeah. in the, I want an OK Go music video. It, this is essentially well. that, Will. Yes. <laughs> yeah, which is, yeah. yeah, which I don't think he's the best at. And yeah. I, I love that he's doing that again and not in the writing. In, in the immortal <laughs> words of his Batman, then you're going to love this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which I, it, I should say, right after watching Tenet, I was like, I could watch The Dark Knight again. And I did. And it's still fun. <laughs> did you cry it's again? It's very good. Still a great movie. Uh, it should be said, uh, Hans Zimmer does not return to do the score. I thought it was at first, but it was not. It's a guy named Ludwig Göransson. Um, his ah. score messes up the time a lot, like messes with time, and is very experimental and very cool. Uh, a lot of you know, just really well done. What really caught me though uh, was the final song of the movie. It's not just like this big emotional beat where it's not like, you know, it's dancing theme. like it's it's <laughs> Travis Scott wrote a song for this movie and the like the oh, sick. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever I think I've ever listened to Travis Scott. That wasn't uh, uh, is the song called Astro Sicko Mode? Sicko Mode. Sicko Mode. Um, yeah. Apart from Sicko Mode, this is the first time I've listened. I was like, oh, this is good. It definitely feels weird at the end of a Christopher Nolan movie. But man, it works. It's great. I like it's oh, so much fun. I, I, yeah, Christopher Nolan dr- drop the pretentiousness and lean into being better Michael Bay of like just big yeah. cool set pieces. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think what he can will. you do though? I hope he does. I I really because even 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 Dunkirk had a lot of big cool set pieces. That's what I did. like. That's what I like in a movie. I'm excited. <laughs> I want. I'm excited to see this. And Elizabeth Debecki is going to translate her transition well into my show and tell because she is a very tall woman. And I played a video game about being chased by a very tall woman. (laughs) Um, Talking about Resident Evil 8, uh, also known as Resident Evil Village, also known as Biohazard Village, if you're from across the pond, um, (laughs) but in the other other direction, I guess. (laughs) Is Resident Evil really Uh, called Biohazard over there? Yeah. What was well, Seven not, called then? It was called Biohazard Resident Evil. Whoa. I know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all the all the all the movies and stuff that like didn't get an English release are called Biohazard, whatever. Um weird. You can watch them with like fan subs, I think. Um but yeah, talking about Resident Evil 8. It is the sequel to Resident Evil 7. It is the newest one in the series. And uh, long story short, I loved it. Uh, it's great. It's incredible. It is well worth it. Um, it's it's a beefy story. Resident Evil is famously pretty short games. I mean, it's a sixty dollars game, which is pretty good for a PS five game. Um, it is every bit of ten to twelve hours uh, with a lot of replay value. Uh, so just right out of the gate, I do highly recommend you go out and get it right now. I would also recommend avoiding as many spoilers as possible because a lot of that game is fun just to watch the the, the horrors unfold in front of you. Yeah. Um, that said, I can't talk a little bit about it. You play as the same character from Seven. 
who is happily married. And at the beginning of the game, Chris Redfield, the absolute Chad, uh, <laughs> kicks your door down, shoots your wife in the head, and steals your baby. Um, and you're just like, oh, what? Uh, and <laughs> so you you play as you, Ray Romano. Uh, you play as you play as Ray Romano. Uh, <laughs> Deborah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he he puts you in the back of a car and takes off to you. You're going to in Europe. You're kind of laying low after the events of Seven. And uh, you you wake up after your, your transport crashes and you're in a spooky village and you got to go find your kid uh, in the spooky village, which is full of werewolves and tall vampire ladies and many other untold monsters. Uh, what I liked about this game a lot is that uh, the tall vampire lady, Lady Domitresque, is in all of the marketing for this game. She is kind of the poster child. Uh, she's only like the first three hours of this game, and this is like a twelve-hour game. Um, I would say almost everything from from the marketing came from that opening level, which is great because the entire rest of the game I was surprised, um, and the entire rest of the game is great. Like the 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 stuff with her is incredible. It's very like old school. Um, the second part, I don't want to get too much into spoilers, but it is just PT uh, <laughs> in a in a very very good way. Uh, it's incredible. The third and fourth parts um, lean heavily into like kind of old school creature, uh, kind of you know creature from the Black Lagoon stuff like that. And then the fourth part is very much uh, very inspired. Uh, something not not cyberpunk, industrial punk maybe. Mm. Very like like Tetsuo the Iron Man, uh, Frankenstein's Army stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. If you liked. I would recommend this one if you liked Seven, but like Resident Evil Four more, because it's the first person of Seven, but with a lot more action and a lot more shooting, much like how the the shift of Resident Evil from four to like four and five. So uh, definitely not as not as tense and not as you know run and hide as Seven. A lot more you know shooting stuff with a rocket launcher or a grenade gun. Uh, there's an unlockable lightsaber. Uh, <laughs> lots of big dumb set pieces. Lots of lots of very over the top campy Resident Evil stuff, which I feel like was was kind of missing from Seven. Uh, I loved it. I would probably rank it my my second or third favorite one. I think Two Remake is still a perfect game, but I think this is probably up there with Four. As, as the second best one. Um, if, 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 you, if, you know, if, if horror games aren't your thing, I'd probably still recommend it because like it's, it's scary, but like it's fun. Scary. It's not like outlast. Um, there's very minimal jump scares. And uh, I would say at the very least watch a streamer play it. Cause it's, it's, it's a hoot and a half. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. That's a lot what, of fun watching you play it. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah. It was fun, fun to stream it. I've been watching. We'll play it. I've been watching, um, play it um and it's i've just these games i mean you know fucking last level of spider-man's too scary for me so i can't i can't deal with this amount of adrenaline um personally but to watch someone else play it and to like see the puzzles learn the lore uh it's it's just so much fun i have been devouring every bit of like resident evil village stuff like content i can in the past couple weeks um it is it is just super fun i love just watching the bosses unfold and just like learning just the stories behind them and seeing like their particular thing um yeah it's a really fun action-packed game it's yeah it's that that second level that second level is oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it's i i i knew it was coming 
and it's still scary. <laughs> it's yeah. There's so the Lady Dimitrescu is one of the four lords. There's there's four basically mini bosses throughout the game, um, and that second one is is something else. Her name's uh, <laughs> Donna Beneviento, and she's a, a creepy doll maker, and mm. it explores everything <laughs> that could come with a terrifying doll uh, and more. And it's yeah, woof, it 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 gets to you. <laughs> Yipes. Also, I love uh, the voice actor who plays the fourth lord, uh, Carl Heisenberg. Uh, sounds like someone trying to do like a weird Adam Driver impression. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, I love him so much. That's great. Check it out, though. Play this one. Uh, I recommend it if you have the PS5 uh, to play it on the PS5 over PC because the controller is so good. Like the the adaptive triggers with the different weapons all have a different weight, and I just Ooh, had so much fun. That is fun. With that. Huh. Well, uh, on PC you get mods, so. Oh, so <laughs> give and take. It's all about perspective. Which um, one? Who was playing that uh, with the the fly swatter that they were uh, spanking Lady Dimitrescu? Which mod was that? That is. You can also replace. You can also make Chris Redfield in his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one where they replaced your baby with Chris Redfield and they replaced Chris Redfield with your baby. So like <laughs> your your wife is holding a very tiny Chris Redfield and a baby kicks the door down. <laughs> That's great. The mods are already incredible. Uh, <laughs> There's also some very horny ones. <laughs> I'm sure. As, I'm yeah, to be expected. Positive. Well, I guess we're, we're going hit after hit after hit in our show and tells this week uh, because I brought a highly anticipated film uh, that I believe, yeah, all three of us have seen. No, nope. all three of us have seen in. No, not, haven't seen it yet. Sean has not seen, seen, seen this movie. I have not oh, seen it. I thought Sean saw this. Nope. Okay. The Resident Stan. Wow. Haven't. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I'm itching let me to sell it before to you. it leaves theaters, but yeah. Let me sell it for you. So I'm talking about Demon Slayer Mugen Train. Uh, the. The uh, Demon Slayer movie that that was released last year in Japan, and then they just released, uh, I think, a month or two ago here in the U.S. Um, I will say my theater was still pretty full. Uh, definitely a lot of full. I mean, I guess you know we got folks coming off their shots and you know all that stuff. So I guess that would make sense. But um, the movie picks up right where the season left off with Tanjiro, Nezuko, Inosuke, uh, and Zenitsu. They're all sent to a train that's haunted by demons to help out Rengoku, the fire Hashira. Right off the bat, if none of that made sense to you, that's okay. I went to see the movie with my sister and her boyfriend. Her boyfriend has never seen any of the series before, uh, and he understood it. Here's the thing about Demon Slayer. If you can read Demon Slayer, you know the plot already. It's not hard. <laughs> it's not a hard plot to understand this, this series. Uh, you don't have to read the manga to understand this series. In fact, people will tell you not to read the Demon Slayer manga. It's true. Um, <laughs> second thing, I will say unequivocally, the animation was incredible. Um, I was one of the folk who didn't understand why anybody would go see an anime film in theaters until I saw this film. Like it, The best way I can describe this is, is shiny. It's just like, it's so well animated. Okay, there are some parts, they, they mix in some CG that 
didn't work as well. Some of the CG I didn't like. Yeah, I, I, I will say. Some, some yeah. of the CG was great, though. Yeah, The exterior, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the wood shots were incredible. Yes. Some of the CG didn't didn't work. The actual animated, like hand animated parts, mm. incredible. The fights, some of yes. the fights, I mean, it's like, how do they get the colors to just look so... I, 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 can't, I, I, don't, I can't even explain it. Uh, the sound editing, also incredible. Which is why, if you're comfortable, I would definitely recommend seeing this in theaters. Uh, if not, I know for a fact it's like number two on the Pirate Bay right now. So there's other ways to see it. And I don't know when it's going to come out um, on streaming. Um, Will, you would probably know better than I do when these types of things come out. Do they come out it on really like Crunchyroll? Or... It really depends who gets the rights to it. I mean, anime gotcha. is a little more up, up in the air. Um, I mean, honestly, for something this big, I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix or HBO grab the rights to it. Um, Interesting. So if um, does Funimation or Crunchyroll have the rights to the TV show? Uh, I believe well, Crunchyroll Funimation oh, it's on Netflix has too. The, it's on Netflix too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it really just depends on who 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 gets it because gotcha. some some animes are all over the place. Funimation has the dub rights. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it gets it gets dicey with that, but like, yeah, I didn't know yeah, if they had the rights to the TV it. show if they automatically had the movie. T- I mean, it's not like it's a t- you know like a One Piece movie where it's it doesn't really have anything to do with the plot. It's literally an arc from the plot. Like, right, stuff happens because like, you need to watch to understand what's going to happen in, in the next season. The Konosuba movie came out uh, and then like didn't get a dub until like a year later or something like that, and it was mm-hmm. like. It just depends on who's doing it, gotcha. but like I feel like the demand is so high here, they're gonna snatch it up. And yeah, this gonna, the highest it grossing, got Oscar consideration. Yeah, the highest grossing film and or animated film at least in Japanese history. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is gonna be not surprised. not surprised, not surprised, not surprised. It's very emotional. Uh, I'm interested to hear if Sean cries in this film. Um, uh, well, I will say it's two hours. They could have saved a lot of time with some of these flashbacks and dream sequences. That's my only complaint. And the CGI gets kind of, or the CG gets kind of weird at some points. Other than that, it's an incredible story. Um, like I said, uh, my sister's boyfriend went and saw it. Shout out Adam and uh, <laughs> enjoyed it. So anybody can can enjoy this. So I, yeah, I my my complaint is this is really isn't a complaint. I don't think this movie works great as a movie i Thought think it would if work you better as a it, show like in the series broken up no like no i i think if you go into it as like this is going to be a two-hour episode of demon slayer ah uh, uh, okay that's much better because like there's there's a lot of weird because like it's it's not it wasn't written as a movie it was written as an ongoing manga yeah. so there's kind of like a like you can see like a cut stop and start point yep where it's kind of like cuts out and you're like oh i guess i gotta watch the show Mm -hmm. i mean it starts with them getting on the train like it it gets right into it sean so are you planning on seeing this at all or i mean if what's kept you i mean other than the pandemic what's kept you from going to see it just kind of timing and my days off i've just been hanging out at home so uh Mm -hmm. i it's just been kind of waiting for the right time to go see it but i see it's still playing in the next coming weeks so maybe i might find a night after work and did you see uh, the dub or the sub? I didn't know if they were doing the two separate ones. I saw sub, and okay. the voice actors are fantastic. Yeah, I on only know. I watched the series dubbed. I've only watched the series subbed, so I'm trying to go see it subbed, uh, but I don't know if it's mm. still 
available with the um with the dwindling showtimes here. Uh, I really sat on it, <laughs> regrettably. But hopefully, I'll I'll get to see it soon because I I am dying to see it. It is still one of my favorite animes of the past. I mean, still top five for me. Um, I know there's criticisms against it. Uh, I'll fight you, Evan. Um, <laughs> but it's still one of my top one of my all-time favorites so i'm excited to see the story continue and spend more time with the characters because i have missed them dearly over the past like two or three years that the show the characters out. really make this i i will say yeah. they're they're all crybabies but they they're fantastic <laughs> um and and they're they definitely don't stop crying for this film so so be prepared but uh they're all no, kids yeah. yeah they're all kids killing demons with swords and wearing boar heads and i have i have one key question but i don't want to get it spoiled for me um well ask the question and i'll i'll decide to answer it or not do you remember the song that plays in episode 19 the end of episode 19 uh yes does it play again in this yeah is what you're asking yeah i don't remember okay actually if anything's going to get me to cry, it's going to be hearing that song again at, like, some huge emotional beat. Because that, this, uh, fucking Demon Slayer is one of the few animes to make me cry, and it was episode 19 of the first season. Um, I, it's, packs a punch, I don't want episode 19. <laughs> That's just, I don't want episode yeah. 19. Sorry. As epic as hell. And then episode 20 starts, and the bad guy's like, Psych, you only thought you killed me. And I was yeah. like, come on! <laughs> that's, that's my biggest complaint about Demon Slayer. Is I, it, it was the coolest scene ever, followed by the most, like, ass pull. Aha, you only thought you'd defeat it. And I was like... Barely. <sighs> they do do, do we... a lot of that. I, I don't want to psych you up, Sean, to, like, be like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, and like make yourself oh, not no. cry. No, no, no. But I am, I am interested. I, I do feel that's like never worked. I don't think you could do that and make it, it would work. Don't worry about that. Okay. Okay. Good. There is there is so much crying and screaming in this movie. That's my that's my <laughs> complaint. Besides the, the pacing that's things, what whatever. <laughs> there is so much crying. Every line of dialogue is cried or screamed to the point where I was like, can someone just talk? <laughs> that, that's a common string between this and I feel like uh, My Hero Academia. The main characters mm-hmm. cry a lot. Like it's fine, have feelings, but good lord, calm like, down. I, I'm fine with Anosuke always yelling. That's like his thing. He's a yeah, feral yeah. child. He's yeah. he's hilarious. Oh my god, Anosuke is like he's like straight up the second main character in this film, which I good. loved. Um, I'd go so far as to say Anosuke is the only character in Demon Slayer, but that's a different <laughs> discussion. Yeah. Best boy. Um, Rating best boy. Perfect. Yeah, Maybe. there's he, he. It's good. I, it, that we, this is, it's, we're going to have a separate episode when Evan's on of the Demon Slayer discussion because I feel like we have the full spectrum here. I'm I still mad really at enjoyed Don't. this movie. <laughs> I still, I still really enjoyed the movie, and I would recommend it. But mm-hmm. got it, Demon Slayer, man. It's a, it's a it's a complicated it's a complicated beast. Yeah, Zenitsu though. I just That's I don't get it, man. I don't get it. But yeah, we'll like have Zenitsu. we'll have Evan on. He's my like least Zenitsu? favorite. He's my uh. least favorite. He's just he's just horny and useless. Until he's not, I know. Until, until he's, he's not, not. He was but in this film. He was great. He does. Well, he he he's the cleaner. 
But do you like Sanji in One Piece? Yeah, but you have a you have yeah. a you have a Sanji thing. He's way more horny than Zenitsu is. I I don't like horny Sanji though. Oh yeah, of course. Okay, sorry, we're getting the weeds Sanji, here. We're not an cool, anime cool, podcast. Cool, cool Sanji <laughs> is where it's at. Whole Cake Island Sanji is is his redemption arc. Okay, okay. Maybe we'll have an anime podcast one of these days. I we should just do an episode of just like takes. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be our certainly our most listened to episode. Once Attack on uh, Titan right. ends. I gotta start that. Okay, Holy shit, so Tyler. Okay, we need to move on. We've got. Uh, we're bringing it back. I, I forget the last time we did this. It's been a few months. What was the last thing we inducted? Oh, it's decoms. It was decoms. Decoms. That's <laughs> D-coms. right. That's right. That's right. Well deserved. <laughs> that is well deserved. That's watch. Uh, so we're going to uh, be inducted. This is the first of many. Absolutely, uh, the first fast food mascot. Into the Radish Hall of Fame. Everybody give a big round of applause for the Noid. So, (laughs) for people who... (laughs) For people who have seen, or who who don't know about the Noid, including Sean, I guess, uh, who doesn't uh, have that much of a history with the Noid, uh, I, I prepared kind of a little background here. So, the Noid is a mascot for Domino's Pizza, created in the 1980s who was the physical manifestation of all of the challenges inherent in getting a pizza delivered in 30 minutes or less. He was just a little guy in a red skin-tight suit. Uh, It was a bunny costume, truly the blueprint for Midoriya's bunny suit in Boku no Hero Academia. And he was also claymation. There's no skins, no bones, no blood, no spirit, which means no salvation. Um, these commercials were pretty much the classic troublemaker trope, a la Tricks Rabbit or Lucky Charms Leprechaun, but he didn't want the hot quality pizza for himself. He wanted to destroy the hot quality pizzas. They're his natural enemy, but he was always thwarted by adults. He was thwarted by children, by his own hubris in, in some occasions. Uh, but more often than not, he was foiled by the pizza itself. Commercials were often accompanied by the tagline, Avoid the Noid, which became so popular that Domino's eventually published a video game called Avoid the Noid for the Commodore 64, uh, as, as well as game. PCs, uh, where you can de- you have to deliver pizzas in less than 30 minutes while the unkillable Noid tries to skunk your pizza. <laughs> uh, that game was so popular that Capcom developed and released a game in Japan called Yo Noid. Uh, for the Nintendo Entertainment System, where you played as the Noid, but it absolutely threw his backstory out the window. In the game, wild creatures are attacking New York City, and the mayor enlists the Noid to save the city for the pizza reward. So, the mayor basically asked Noid to renounce his evil ways, work for the government, risk life and limb, and was offered the thing he hated most in this world as a reward. So it, it doesn't really, you know, kind of go with his backstory. But that was also a pretty popular game. Uh, there was a fan release of, of Yodnoid 2 um, like five or so years ago, if you're into that sort of stuff. Uh, also worth noting that the Noid has a deep history on the Radish podcast. Uh, one of our de- uh, deep cut episodes uh, where we discussed bringing on a new player or new position to baseball was called Noid. Who's, who's the one who brought that? Baseball. Uh, that was the that was the outfielder with the pole. That was my that's dad's right. idea. Oh, that's right. That's right. Shout out, shout but, out, Will's but dad. But we called him the Noid. <laughs> uh, 
So the Noid was riding high in the late 80s. Multiple video game deals, primetime TV commercial spots, truly the reigning bad boy of pizza delivery. But then it all came crashing down because enter Kenneth Lamar Noid. I don't want to joke about this too much because Kenneth was truly troubled, but he believed that Domino's ripped off his name and the character was a personal attack on himself. So he held up a Domino's in Chambly, Chambly, Georgia, and he held the staff for ransom. He demanded $100,000 and a white limousine getaway car, which respect. Absolutely respect. That's classy as hell. The whole event took five hours and included him pulling one over on the cops by lying about trading hostages for a copy of the book The Widow's Son, which is a sci-fi novel about the Illuminati. And it ended when he asked the employees to make him some pizza. They must have made him the best pizza he's ever had in his life because while he was eating it, they ran out. And that was the end of that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so after that, the Noid was discontinued uh, for, for the longest time, pretty much up until recently. They just uh, released a new ad campaign for uh, the Noid. Um, and the face of, he, he's basically the face of Domino's future self-driving delivery pizza service. He's now CGI, and he's amassed a large stockpile of weapons and cheap gags to try and stop the autonomous vehicle from delivering pizzas. So that's, that's the new ad campaign. He's also in a new video game. He made a return to video games. He's in a mobile game, if you consider that video games. He's uh, he's in Crash Bandicoot on the run. He can play. He's as... in a Crash Bandicoot game. That's yeah. the most '90s thing ever. Crash yeah. Bandicoot and the Noid in a game. Yeah. So that's the Noid. A, a perilous history, uh, rise to fame, only to be stopped by a a lone gunman. By a, d- <laughs> a lone gunman. <laughs> Kenneth Lamar Noid got three names. <laughs> the only that's the only thing that stops a bad guy with no gun is a good guy with a gun. You know what the fun you know what's actually pretty funny about this? They interviewed the police chief after this, and you know what he said when they asked him why what his motive was? He said, Oh, I think he's paranoid. <laughs> Did he say it like that? <laughs> uh, probably not. It was okay. print. So oh, okay. it's only left to the imagination. I've never met a cop that funny, so probably not. Yeah. But um, apart from bonkers, I think that like, here, here's the thing. <laughs> I think if this hadn't happened, the Noid would have been run into the ground. So maybe this is a blessing in disguise. Yeah. For the Noid. Like he cut it off right at the perfect time. Like we you lost. Know what's also kind of funny. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, just we lost the Cookie Crisp Wolf and Dog organically uh, too soon. If I'm being truthful. Oh no, um, they ate chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> They ate chocolate. No, they ate chocolate. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's true. It was, it was real bad. All right. Well, the Trix <laughs> Rabbit with the, the Trix yogurt. Um, gone the Trix yogurt's just gone. What? Too soon. I, I can still taste yeah. that now. It's a, yeah. It's like sugar. sugared yogurt. Yeah. Oh. One other thing that's kind of funny, since Kenneth Lamar Noid thought that Domino's was... Uh, uh, ripping off his name and his likeness. Uh, the hyperlink on Wikipedia for Kenneth Lamar Noid goes to the Domino's Noid page. So, ultimate karma. Oh, insult to injury. Congratulations to the Noid, the first of uh, the first of many uh, serial mascots to come. In fact, I, I was mascots. thinking we should do a 
after we're done with the Chandering, we need to do a serial mascot spinoff podcast. Yep. Dangerous. Dangerous. Very Episode dangerous. one, Tony the Tiger. Box Sean's for education. I don't know. <laughs> Muggsy. What, what was his name? Muzzy. Muggsy? Muzzy. 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 Is this for you, tea? Yes, that's French for speaking. These kids aren't French. They're American. Uh, I like the Noid. The Noid's just... I don't even know how to describe him. He's just like the most like quintessential, like, yeah, here's a little funny guy and he's going to make your life hard. I got, he's he's like, like like Skeletor, but really small (laughs) and a skin tight red leather bunny suit. (laughs) In my, uh, just been watching the, I love the whatever decades series on VH1 as a child. I think my memory just kind of merged the Noid and, uh, whammy, uh, you know, <laughs> Mr. Whammy, whammy or no Whammy, the Whammy guy, uh, just kind of in the same thing for a while until I had to like separate them. Uh, for cousins, certainly helped. But, yeah, because I, you know, no Whammies, but also, do you want to avoid the Noid? Their mothers were sisters. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, cool. Anything Welcome. else about the Noid? Glad to hear I he's just, back. I just dropped a pretty cool picture of the Noid in the group chat. I don't. Mm-mm. I don't trust there it. There he is. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. The Noid's Rule 34 oh. page is sparse, but there's a couple gems on there. <laughs> I, I, I fucking knew it. I knew it. Yep. So just, just for fans at home, Will posted a very lewd picture of the Noid. More than lewd. And the Kool-Aid one and the Hawaiian Punch Man <laughs> being very generous. <laughs> I Yeah, I... What's the Hawaiian? Oh, come on! <laughs> there it is. I didn't see where that arm was going. Come on! <laughs> I just, I think we need. I know, I know, Nike's core is a thing. I know that like Paddington just wanting to help is in vogue right now. We need more characters who are just little agents of chaos in a bunny suit. Yep, we're, we're getting back to hot topic. Happy bunny. <laughs> we need more Hanna Barbera villains, just in general. We do. I'm tired of these these billionaire villains. Let's let's get Hanna Barbera villains. Get dead dastardly a, back in the mix. Donnie Darko animated series. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about Elon. I want to hear about yeah someone tying a damsel in distress to a freaking train track and a cowboy saving her last second. That's the news I want. Yeah, I, I've I've realized that Twitter kind of feels like what I imagine like Gotham City is like. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, it's mighty quiet. We haven't heard from Jacob Wall in a while. <laughs> and then, like, there's, like, some weird crap on the timeline. You're like, darn it, he's out of Twitter jail again. He's back to his old tricks. Um, Someone casts a pixelated I, I boat we... light into the sky. Yeah, yeah I, I, I wish we had, like, this kind of, like, I think Nathan Fielder was kind of close to that. And that you'd have, like, some 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 wax stuff. And then be like, oh, it's a Nathan for you skit. Uh, get out of here. Get out of here with this. Uh, and I, I think I think we can be the Noid is what I'm saying. I think we can uh. be the ones to put that energy out into the world. Like, we're not going to we're not going to hurt anyone, but we might make your pizza cold. There's only one person on this earth that I want to hurt, and it's Jafar. So no one else has to worry. <laughs> Tyler's going to walk through the, the Disney parade with a lit cigarette. So we're going to stay next to Jafar. <laughs> 
Okay, folks. I hope we get flagged at the gates of Disney World. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm not allowed to go anymore. (laughs) Um, All right, folks. Thanks again for joining. This has been at 157 or 158. The world may never know of Radish. (laughs) Um, Thanks again for joining. Uh, The Tootsie Pop Kid's got to come in next. (laughs) That's right. The Tootsie Pop Kid and Owl Combo. Um, Oldest fucking commercial in the world. There's also a turtle. Oh, the turtle. That's right. And we got to induct the... uh, the, You got to be safe around electricity. Yeah. (laughs) Firefly. (laughs) 100%. Schoolhouse rock, reject, light bulb ass. Yeah. Same same voice actor, I think. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Not the who, same who wants musician. to kick us off with their uh... I got a new Twitter handle oh that's right go ahead I'm no longer Master Thief Wilth I mean I'm always Master Thief Wilth but <laughs> in terms of just for SEO reasons I am now uh, Will from online hopefully this one sticks hopefully Evan doesn't find a way to make fun of it so Will from online <laughs> stop it <laughs> uh, Will from online uh, Will from online <laughs> uh, just, just like it sounds. No, no tricks. I'm looking you right in the eye. Uh, you can find me there, and don't try and find me anywhere else, please. Um, that's all I got to plug. Oh, we got a new Naruto podcast that came out this week. Uh, go listen to the Naruto Run uh, as Evan and I stumble our way through uh, the very long. Uh, I don't know. It's, it just pisses me off that I have to read this very long manga now. Um, oh, I'm sure that fucking sucks for you. Yeah, that's just awful. I don't. I don't know who would who would put someone up to this. So <laughs> it's by the way, join our One Piece book club <laughs> and uh, in the Indiesaurus Discord. And listen to the nearest episode of Fun Fiction with uh, Scotty and Megan. I'm on that. Talk about One Piece. Nice. Very cool. Uh, I've been Sean. You can find me on Twitter still to this day at that Sean Barry, uh, and on Instagram as both Sean M Barry and Idiotechnica. Uh, Letterbox is also Sean M Barry. I just posted a review about the woman in the window, uh, which I might do for a show and tell next week if I can't think of anything. Um, but and check out the Sean during. Your spinoff podcast. Oh God, that's right. Yeah, I'm double vaccinated. Today was uh, yesterday was actually my uh, two week anniversary. Uh, you probably saw it on your radish feed, but don't forget, Shandring uh, Part Two, uh, Scary Nun is coming for you. Uh, is coming out soon. We're gonna be watching The Conjuring Two and doing another Shandring episode in the Shandring feed. Uh, I haven't seen it in several years. I'm very excited to return to it and get frightened. Not sure when that'll be. Hopefully within the next two weeks or so. Um, it might even be later this week. Um, but yeah, listen to Chandring. A lot of people are really enjoying it, which is great. Thanks to everyone that's been listening. I'm, I'm glad y'all are really liking it. Yeah. Please, please stop uh, enjoying it so I can stop watching the scary movies. <laughs> says the man who just played definitely have 13 to... hours of Resident Evil Village. That is yeah, fun. It is I'm going to watch 13 hours of Annabelle and La Llorona. I got a gun in that. <laughs> <laughs> um... My name is Tyler. You can find me online t- at Tyler from Radish. You can find this podcast online at Radish Pod. Definitely check out our network as well, Indiesaurus Network. You can find it on Twitter at Indiesaurusnet. Uh, join our Discord, indiesaurus.com slash Discord. Um, 
what other podcasts have we been on? Um, check out Ham Radio. I was on an episode of that. Check out Best Palcast. The three of us were on that. Sean said his full address. Uh, they probably <laughs> cut that out. They cut it. Um, Sean was on an episode of Into It. I will um, be. That'll be out in like you two, will or, be. Th- That's two right. or three That's weeks. Right. I'm talking about uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. And funny enough, uh, I talk of a lot, you know, I mentioned in that show that, you know, King Gizzard only has 17 albums. That episode's coming out two days after they release their 18th. So wow. it's already obsolete. Um, but it was a wow. lot of fun to be with uh, Beth and Brandon. So uh, please, yeah, listen to that show. Definitely listen to that when it comes out. They, I, I'm sorry. They've just released an episode with another host on our network, Brandon Hoff from uh, New Nintendo Podcast XL on vinyl. Super excited to listen to that. Yeah, I'm Which, I think we're all going to be on. I think we're all going to be on Nintendo Podcast XL at some point soon. Yep, we are going to be all. I'll be on that at some point soon. Love that. Oh, except for Sean. Uh, <laughs> you can go on it. They're a, looking. A lot of us are going to be on it soon. Yes. Um, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Tyler's question of the day. What's Sean going to talk about on New Nintendo? No, no, no. <laughs> Tyler's question of the day. Can I get your best Carl Weezer croissant? Croissant. <laughs> very good. Jimmy's that was mom. very good. That's going to be hard I don't to follow. Know if I, can, I don't know if I can beat that. <laughs> croissant. Jimmy's mom. <laughs> Jimmy's mom. Okay. Croissant. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, Sean's, Sean's, got, me, Sean's got me beat hands down. <laughs> Into the French croissant. lessons. The ele- yeah. The election was a fraud in Arizona. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everyone. How does this lexagram thing work? We talk to Kanzi with this. Kanzi, come here. Come here. Hamburger.